But um, yeah, my cousin, she's here. You guys heard her last week on the show. And so we just been being stupid and doing stuff like we were kids. And it's been enjoyable to have her here, like reminiscing about like when we were kids and Mm -hmm. then still being able to to know that you have that bond that you can still be stupid and not be judged by right. it you know what i'm saying so that. so my week has been good it's been fun it's been funny i've been eating a lot though <laughs> I, just I, been eating a lot. I have two and it's like okay but i'm okay with it i don't mind i mean you know i do need to get in the gym but my week has been good so that's good. what you asked me so how's your week been <laughs> my week has been good it's been busy um i you know how our work ethic is right yeah so the other day i felt so bad because i was delivering something to somebody and when i took when i was getting ready to take it was already spilled i didn't even know it it was in the bag it was already spilled i felt so bad the coffee spilled so what do you do in a situation like that? I wanted to give him $5, like just out of my own pocket, just to be like, I'm sorry, I didn't know that that happened or whatever. But he didn't answer the door and I didn't want to just leave it there because, you know, wind and all that stuff. Because I didn't know how to leave it because I didn't have anything with me <clears throat> to put it in or anything like that. But he didn't answer the door. So I just, I left it and I did send him a text message saying that I'm sorry, but the, the, the coffee spilled. And it was about this much. It was all in my bag. I had to dump the bag. It was a mess. So I, I, was, I called my brother because I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Like I just, it took me a long time to get over that. For spilling you, coffee? Well, you know how I was at the job we used to work at. Like it would, it, but I learned to not take that, you know, but I got to do it here too. Yeah, and, I mean, it's not like you did it on purpose. I didn't do it on purpose, but I still felt bad. It was just, but anyway, but besides that, it was good, though. Yeah. Okay, be careful with the table. Oh. Because doing, Oh, okay. take that out, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do an example. But anyway, but yeah, everything else was good. Good, good, good. So I guess we're going to get on with the show. Let's do it. Physics with Marcy. Peace, peace, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Metaphysics with Marcy. <laughs> so this week I wanted to talk about, so, you know, the very first episode of this season, I talked about my dog passing. And every episode, I think I've been touching on things that I'm doing to help me mm-hmm. through this next phase of my life, right? Without my dog that I had for so long. Mm-hmm. So one of them is being by myself 
because although he wasn't a human companion, he was still my companion, and I no longer have him here. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk today about how being by yourself is actually a good thing and how there are some real benefits to finding things to do by yourself because it's going to allow you to enjoy different things at your pace and not what somebody else thinks. But before I jump into it, I want to talk to you because I know recently we talked about this and how you were saying I'm spending too much time alone. Mm -hmm. And so what made you come to that conclusion? Like, what were you feeling? Because it can be a good thing, but I want to give the admixture of how you feel it was detrimental. Well, it's because like one day I was like, I was, I don't know, my, I was starting to feel a certain way. I'm like, why am I feeling like this? And it wasn't a good feeling. It was like a low vibrational feeling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and it clicked. I was, I'm like, I'm too, I'm, at, I'm by myself way too much. Mm -hmm. I'm at home by myself all the time. I work by my, you know, I kind of work by myself, mm -hmm. you know. So there's no interaction. Mm -hmm. And I've been by myself a long time, too. So that's the reason why in this aspect, I didn't have a companion that you know what I mean so it just kept going and going and going and I just felt I can't be like this this is I don't like how this feels it was mm -hmm. starting to make me feel not good it was just not I wasn't in a good headspace mm -hmm. so have you since moved past that a little bit yeah you know and what are you doing different I'm just enjoying the moments Right. So in other words, it's a change of thought. Mm -hmm. You looked at it differently. Your mm -hmm. thought process changed. Mm -hmm. Right. So that to me is the main thing because being by yourself is a positive thing, 100% mm -hmm. for most. Now, some people will look at it as like, oh, you know, but that's when it comes into being lonely versus mm -hmm. being by yourself. And we're going to talk about that mm -hmm. later, too. So let's start talking about a few science-backed reasons for spending time alone. So one would be it increases empathy. I know, it increases empathy. So when you spend time with a certain circle of friends or coworkers, you develop a like we versus them. Like, for example, happy hour, right? All six of us. Remember that time, me, you, Carolina, I forgot who else, and we all went to Fridays after work and remember some guy was hitting on you and we all were sitting there just having a good old time sitting at the table. Remember the guy came by and he started talking to you about something? I think so. Okay. So in that moment, it was us, our little clique of friends mm -hmm. versus the whole restaurant, right? Mm -hmm. And what I mean by not versus, like we, it wasn't a fight or anything mm -hmm. like that, but I'm saying like nobody else was in our conversation. We were having the conversation with the guy that was hitting on you but was striking out miserably. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't remember this. You don't remember this? Okay. Because I remember we were teasing you. Like, ooh, Tracy got a boyfriend. I do. Well, I don't know why I don't remember that. I don't that. remember this. I don't, I don't know why either. But anyway, <laughs> the empathy comes in. Um, you, you develop more compassion for people who may not fit into your inner circle. So you start thinking like, oh, okay, we had a group of six of us that had a good time. We had drinks. We were talking to this guy that was trying to talk to you. But then there might be that one person who is sitting by themselves at the bar and they're clearly upset about something. Mm -hmm. And so you might want to go over and talk to them because you feel bad that they're by themselves. You want to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? So it just brings more empathy for people who are not in your inner circle or when you're not hanging out with friends or, you know, family family, whatever it may be. Do you remember that time that, that when you said that, it reminded me of that time when we were at Starbucks. 
I think it's the same day that we we saw Jill Scott, met Jill Scott, but I'm, uh, yeah, it was the same day we met Jill Scott. Uh. There was a lady sitting behind us and she was just crying and all of a sudden I like my whole energy like focused on her. Mm-hmm. And I went over there I'm like, "Are you okay?" you know, da da and I was telling her it's going to be all right, blah, blah blah. She was just crying and then you looked at me like, "What happened?" like <laughs> and it was just me being me. Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly what happened. She was by herself. Mm-hmm. She was very low, and she was crying. But I, fe- it's like my my energy felt it. Mm-hmm. So it it just went to her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that. Mm, sorry about that. Yeah, so that that makes sense to me. Yeah, um, empathy is good to have when you can <clears throat> feel for other people because mm-hmm. we're not all vibrating the same all the time, right? And so sometimes some people may be wanting to be picked up. When you allow yourself to spend time with yourself, Mm -hmm. you're not necessarily vibrating high or low. You're really even. But it allows you to see when somebody else is high or low as Mm -hmm. well. So the next thing is solitude increases productivity. So although so many offices like where I work are now creating this hybrid model of work, Mm -hmm. it actually increases productivity. I know me and what I say by increasing productivity when you're in the office, you go into the break room, you meet up with your homegirl Mo, you meet up with Tracy, yeah. we meet up with Robert, mm-hmm. and we talking about whatever. We walking over to BJ's, we going over to you know mm-hmm. Jamba Juice mm-hmm. with Devin, whoever, mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. all sitting there not being productive, mm-hmm. <laughs> taking 20, 25 minute breaks when we should be fifteen. But that was a long, 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 long time ago, <laughs> long time ago. Like we don't do that no more. It's a long time ago. Oh um, but since you are at home, or I'm at home now. Even you doing what you do, being by yourself, do you find that, you know, we're not sitting on the phone all day anymore? Remember, I used to call you and we would, we would, you guys, we would literally sit, we worked for the same company, same team, same department, and I would call her on her extension and we would just sit on the phone working. Uh Like while we were working, be talking about whatever, not even work. Sometimes I'll be like, girl, look at what this man's name is. And I would eye him into her. But, But most of the time, We were, we, I mean, it was about personal stuff, yeah. you know what I mean? So do you agree that working by yourself, you're more productive? Like, we don't talk like we used to. Yes, you are more productive yeah. when, you, when you work by yourself. Because it's like you don't have other, all these other people, <laughs> like, coming to you. Like, cause I'm telling you, the company I used to work for before I worked with the company with you, uh-huh. people used to always come to my desk mm-hmm. to talk. But actually i had my desk set up that was just zen it was mm-hmm. dope i'm sorry it was dope mm-hmm. and everybody wanted to come there and they would talk and stuff and i would take the time to talk to them mm-hmm. i mean i still got my work done mm-hmm. but when you're at home you don't have that right so you're just totally focused completely 100 percent. so our next point of contention <laughs> is solitude sparks creativity so there's a reason authors or artists, they want to go to a cabin in the woods or a private studio to work because being along with their thoughts gives them a chance to wander, which can help them be more creative. You know, and sometimes people will go off in the woods because nature sparks yeah. creativity. Mm-hmm. I am not an artist. I cannot draw anything but a stick figure. However, if I was going to go somewhere to try to draw, draw something, I probably would sit outside to try mm-hmm. to gain inspiration from mm-hmm. that. Um, also, too... 
you can be alone with your thoughts. You don't have the outside influences of other people telling you what to think or how to feel. It's just you and the most high, mm -hmm. you and the creator that's telling you what you need to hear in that exact moment mm -hmm. so that you can create something. I know for me, um, when I create my meditations, for example, when I write, I write my scripts and I've had writer's block now for a couple of weeks, but when I'm not having writer's block, and I think it's because of, you know, the whole loss of kilo and everything, mm -hmm. and I just can't settle my mind. But before that, I would actually take time mm -hmm. to sit to the side and, you know, breathe in the moment and be like, okay, I want to write a meditation on inner peace. And in that moment, because there's nobody else here, I'll get, I'll start getting words. Like, okay, start it off like this, mm -hmm. and then it'll just flow. Because mm -hmm. there's nobody else here talking to me, telling me what they think it should be. It's just coming to me, and so I'm able to produce a quality-type meditation script. But is, so you're, you're saying that <clears throat> excuse me, your mind is not clogged with just things racing through your mind. Your mind is focused on what you want to do, which allows these thoughts to come to through, come in, right? yeah. Because mm -hmm. you're not being influenced by somebody else and what they think. Mm. So I'm, on, I'm alone with my thoughts. I'm not hearing. So if I was to say, Tracy, what do you think about... What kind of meditation script should I write? You might say, just say something. Um, walking in the water. <laughs> okay. But then my cousin might say, I want something on peace. <laughs> and then Adila might say, well, I want something on, you know, mm -hmm. elevating my vibration. And mm -hmm. now I'm like, well, damn, which one do I do? You know what I'm saying? So if I'm just sitting here by myself, I know I'm only going to do whichever one comes to me because I don't have the influences of other people. But what I was saying, though, too, is like when you when you have your mind, when your mind is, you know, how like our mind races mm -hmm. like that. It, it, you, you're you when your mind is racing, how do you clear it so that you can receive what you need to receive for your meditations if it's racing when you do that? So our minds are going to race all the time because we're human. Right. Mm -hmm. And as long as we're in an awakened in a, in a awakened state of consciousness, mm -hmm. your mind is always going to run. It's not until you actually consciously tell yourself to get centered and get quiet that you can be still and have no thoughts because no thoughts is just focusing on one thing, which is my meditation. But as long as I am consciously awake, I'm always going to have those thoughts. Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. I don't know that I would ever consciously be completely quiet in an awakened state unless I'm meditating. Got it. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I hope that answers your question. No, it did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the next point is being alone can help you build mental strength. Mm-hmm. We're built to be social creatures and it's important for us to have strong connections with other people, but solitude is just as important. So some studies have shown that the ability to tolerate alone time has been linked to increased happiness, better life satisfaction, and improved stress management. People who enjoy long time experience less depression. That is so true. Let me tell you. <laughs> as soon as I got dude out of here, my complete world changed. It changed mm -hmm. because um, I think I told you, like, I was always in my room with just Kilo. And mm -hmm. I was happy to have Kilo there with me, but I wasn't able to experience my whole apartment. Right. And my whole apartment's a vibe. Like, every room is consciously set up for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. So I want to enjoy all of it. But when you've got somebody else around and their energy is low and you don't want to be around it, it's like... Yep. 
you know, what do you do? Yep. You know what you're supposed to do. So I would go hide in my room. But I'm still not happy because I'm not experiencing the whole of Marcy. Yeah, exactly. And all of this mm-hmm. is me. So what about you? Do you take time for yourself now consciously outside of work to just be alone? Oh, but I'm always alone, though. That, so to me, it's... Outside of work. Even out, like, but even outside of work, I'm always alone. So it's like I do take the time to, to focus on me and do things like, you know, just sometimes I'll watch TV or, you know, a show or something that I want to watch. Or sometimes I just turn off everything mm-hmm. and just lay there. And I always end up falling asleep, though. But mm-hmm. I just lay there and just let my mind just mm-hmm. go. Well, that's good because it's needed. We have to do it every day where it's not focused on work. It's not focused on cleaning. It's not focused on, mm-hmm. it's just focused on you. Mm-hmm. Like last night I was telling my cousin, I was like, I can't take my feet anymore. Huh? My feet. <laughs> my feet were so bad. I needed a pedicure so Oh, that bad. kind of, I was like, wait a minute, what's going on with your and feet? so I had a, um, I have like a, a spa thing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you put your feet in. So I brought it up here and I was watching some show. And I just did my feet, and they feel so good. But now my ankle hurts, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but it was just taking the time to do something that I needed to do for, for myself. You. And the mm-hmm. next thing are these bushy eyebrows, but we're going to get to that at another time. <laughs> so the next point, you guys, is being alone gives you an opportunity to plan your life. Yeah. So a lot of us take times planning weddings and vacation, but we never plan how to get the most out of life. We literally take things day to day spending time alone can give you a chance to ensure that there's a purpose to all of your hustling and bustling around Mm -hmm. quiet space provides an opportunity to think about your goals your progress and changes you want to make in your life being alone helps you become more comfortable in your own skin so that way you can make these decisions for your life every day i get up I literally do the same thing, and mm-hmm. I don't do that. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I am the professional, and I do. I don't. <laughs> I get up. I go in out of the room. I work. I do my eight hours. My cousin was telling me that the other day. She was like, you need to get up more, because I don't. I literally sit at my desk. I'll go to the bathroom, and then I'll come right that's back at my desk. Th- trust and believe. That's how it was. Yeah. Like, me, even when I was working from home with this company, mm-hmm. the same thing. I would be. I would notice myself sitting a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not good. I need to get mm-hmm. up. So I, towards the end, I would get up and I would walk in place every like 20 minutes or that's something. That's how you do it? Like that? Uh-huh. Yep. Try- walk in place. Okay. I put some in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Okay. If y'all could have just seen her walking in the chair. <laughs> But no, I get what you're saying, yes. And, and and not only just getting away from your desk, but getting away from the stress and yeah. actually planning something to do for yourself. We have talked about going to Africa for so long, mm-hmm. and I actually want to actually do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we send each other videos, we mm-hmm. send each other stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like, so I know it's on both of our radars. We just actually need to take steps to actually do oh, it. and. You know, I'm excited about it because it gives me something to look forward to Mm -hmm. because that's planning part of your life to be able to say, oh, I went to, I was off for two months and I went to this part of Africa, that part of Africa. As long as I can get to an orphanage some kind of way, I'm I'm okay. And see, that's funny because I want to go to Morocco. I want to go there so bad. Mm -hmm. Cousin wants to go to East Africa. Um, 
Tanzania. <laughs> I want to go to Nigeria and Ghana. Uh-huh. Those are my two places. Okay. So, you know, and I, I thought I wanted to go to South Africa too, but it's too LA to me based on what I've read and the oh. research I've been doing. And I so can just... So it's too... It's just like going, being at home. Yeah, I mean... So you want to go to the other side. Yeah, yeah I just I, I just want to see actual culture. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I can go see people with fake lashes and wigs in L.A. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to see that there. I want to see culture. I want to see our people. I want to see my ancestors. Yeah, that's you why know? you... Like, I know you never looked her up, but remember, you know, I always talk about Lisa Marie Goodson? Because uh-huh. she lives in Ghana. Okay. And she's getting ready to build a bamboo house and mm-hmm. she bought land mm-hmm. and she built a bamboo, you know, she had a bamboo fence built around it, but she's going to be doing retreats and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's going to like show, she's, she's been in, she was in Accra. Now she's in the Volta, the Volta region, but she still lives. She, she doesn't live in Accra, but it's like right outside of Accra in an apartment right now, but she, but she still has the land and there. So she goes back and forth. You sh- she's very like us very spiritual very like evolving all the time and all this kind of stuff love her mm-hmm. and her husband well husband to be or husband would call it mm-hmm. he's younger than her but they're so cute together mm-hmm. but if you you know you want to check her out just to see like what it's you know about because mm-hmm. each person there's different people with when it comes to Ghana some people are like oh I would never you know on YouTube I would never go there but then you look at her she loves it yeah, I just want to experience it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I could really go anywhere that you know I'm mm-hmm. led to be to go. Yeah, I just want to have the experience to say that I went to Africa yeah. and this is what I did while I was there, and I was able to you know see this, that, and the third. Let let the company I work for say we, you guys can work from anywhere. Yeah, let, let them say that. Yeah, I am. That would be good. Gone. You heard. Don't I you have something coming up to where you can take off? For a while, I have a sabbatical. Yeah, but I'm doing. Um, I'm going to Sedona for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm doing okay. a whole spiritual retreat there. Okay. So let's talk about getting proactive about creating time to be alone. So, just last week, I had somebody tell me that I don't have a problem with alone time at all. In fact, I crave it. I often dream about being alone on a deserted island with not my husband, without my kids. And in my mind, I'm like, well, if you find yourself daydreaming about being alone, like you aren't getting a left alone time then mm-hmm. because we shouldn't be daydreaming about right. getting away from our husband and our. Right. I mean, I understand <laughs> separating from the family and the responsibilities right. of being a wife and a mother. Yeah. I get that. Taking yeah. some time. But she was like, and then I'm going to this. And she had like a whole everything planned out. And then she came back and was like. But I can't do that because, you know, I don't have any time to do it. And I'm like, well, can she like take a weekend every month just to go wherever and stay in a hotel or stay in an Airbnb somewhere by herself? No, her husband. She said that he is like you're the, like the center of the house, which most moms and wives are. But and that so- means he needs to step up then. No, that's not fair. It's it's I get it. That she's the center of the house, but he needs to step step it up so that she can so that she doesn't break down. You know what I mean? It's like a, marriage is a partnership. So if she's feeling like this, that's not you. She she needs that time, dude. But she also agreed to it. I don't want to go too True. far left on her situation, but True. yeah, she she agreed to it. So you can't really 
blame oh, him man. if that's something you agreed to. But mm-hmm. I keep telling her, like, you got to create your own peace within your space. So if you're not able to physically go somewhere on this deserted island that you're talking about, <laughs> then you need to create somewhere in your home. Like, even if it's after the the kids have gone to bed mm, or whatever where what you just saying. get a yeah. minute to read your book or take a bath with candles and essential oils in the water and listening to some Maxwell or something mm-hmm. I don't know but create your own space that makes it peaceful to you you know what I mean that um, makes sense yeah that's I mean yeah yeah because I get what you're saying like it's not fair but if if that was she knew going into this is what because he was basically like I'm going to be the provider I need you to take care of home you don't have to work if you don't want to so she does work from home she makes t-shirts Okay. but she I think because she doesn't physically go to an office and she's there all day Uh and they have little ones so her youngest is three the next one is seven and the next one is like 11 or 12 okay I get it Um, you know she needs some time so I would tell her like take some time the kids gotta go to bed sometime i mean you're home all day so it's like you don't really need to go to bed at a specific time Mm -hmm. because it's not like you have to go to an office right so okay i'm finding though that since i've passed a lot of people like when i say oh i miss my dog i miss my dog people try to tell me i'm lonely oh you're lonely the loneliness will pass and i want to say this officially on my podcast that i am not lonely at all let's talk about the difference between being alone and wanting that versus loneliness there is so much information out there where people call themselves being lonely being lonely um social isolation but there's also evidence as we've talked about the last 15 minutes saying that certain amount of quality time is critical to a person's well-being so some people fear seclusion because why it makes them look at themselves. You have to be alone with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want to do that. They like to avoid their thoughts at all costs. So their desire for alone time is not really that high. Most people that want to be by themselves, it's determined by their personality. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid to be by themselves. They're mm-hmm. not afraid to create the life they want. They're not afraid to be creative. All the things we just talked about, mm-hmm. they're not afraid to do any of that stuff. So you have your extroverts, you have your introverts and you have your ambiverts. So your extrovert might really despise being by themselves because they're an extrovert. They need people around. They got to be the life mm-hmm. of the party. Your introvert might really welcome being alone and not mm-hmm. really wanting to be around anybody else. Mm-hmm. Your ambivert, which is myself, is a mixture of both, where you have times where you do want to be around people and you have times where you mm-hmm. don't. And for me, Marcy James, personally, I could step out for a couple hours, then I need to come in for a few days to regroup. That's me. I'm an so, am, am, how do you say it? Ambivert? Yeah, I would call myself that. Too. You said I'm an am. 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 I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. Being alone and loneliness are two very different things. And here's the difference. Pay attention. Get your pens out and your paper. (laughs) Loneliness involves being isolated despite wanting social connections. Where being alone means taking time for yourself between regular social interactions. So I am definitely the being alone type. I don't desire to be in a social 
connection with anybody because I, I have friends. I go out on the regular. I, I interact with my groups on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm not sitting in the house wanting to be with friends or loved ones. Mm-hmm. I can go do that. My parents live five minutes up the mm-hmm. road. My brother lives 20. Mm-hmm. My daughter lives 40. Mm-hmm. You live 30 to me. But you say it's 45. An hour. It's not. A, if, it's an hour if Tracy's 45 to an hour. It's an hour if you're Tracy's 45 to an Tracy's hour, driving, depending on traffic. As I stated. <laughs> If Tracy's driving, it's an hour. So, um, but even then, that's still not an excuse to not go see your friends. Tracy what? Williams. What? Because that's what she uses. You're too far. <laughs> have you said that? I have. Okay. I said my I'm friends too. live far away. She did. And she included me in that. And I told her where I lived. And she still said it was far. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> so. In closing, I just want to add, there are so many things that you can do along to raise your vibration. Um, some of them working out, cooking, a spa day that you make at home, a mani-pedi, which I did last night in my apartment, <laughs> getting organized in your home, and mm-hmm. you guys already know, meditation. Mm-hmm. All of those things can raise your vibration exponentially. It'll help give you some kind of focus on yourself. Um, So try to set aside a few minutes each day to just be alone with your thoughts. Ten minutes a day will help. Just ten minutes. Silence your electronics and allow yourself to think for a few minutes. That's key. You could turn your phone off for ten minutes. You could turn the TV off. You could turn the radio off. Just be and see what comes to you guys. If you aren't used to solitude, it can feel uncomfortable at first. But creating that quiet time for yourself could be key to becoming the best version of yourself. Do you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything we've discussed today? No. Well, then, all (laughs) right, then. I will see y'all all all next week. Peace. Did you know the sky is blue because it reflects off the ocean? The lioness is the hunter. The sun is the largest star. Crystals form in earth. Dogs can smell cancer. Newborns don't share tears. Naps could save your life. Grapes light on fire in the microwave. Lobsters have clear blood. Potato chips cause the most weight gain. Did Did you you know? know? Did you know that drinking warm water in the morning can jumpstart your day as it adds so many benefits? Mm -hmm. It's been scientifically proven. Drinking warm water activates the body's metabolism, resulting in more fat burning throughout the day. It also helps cleanse the intestines and eliminate waste in the body that may cause flatulence. It can prevent premature aging by repairing skin cells, which can lead to an increase in the elasticity of your skin. It alleviates the pain of menstrual cramps by relaxing stomach muscles. Moreover, warm water is an effective remedy for all types of cramps as it improves capillary circulation and helps to relax the muscles in the body. It also can help jumpstart weight loss. Warm water increases your body temperature, which in turn increases your metabolic rate. An increase in metabolic activity gives the body the ability to burn more calories throughout the day. If you start your day by drinking a glass of warm water with lemon, it helps to break down the fat within your body. Warm water with lemon also controls food cravings because lemon contains pectin fiber. Getting into the habit of drinking hot water is easy. Try by starting your day with a cup of boiled water left to cool for a while. If you're not a tea or coffee drinker, try hot water by adding lemon. 
Add a light session of stretching to your routine and you'll feel more energized and more equipped to tackle the day. If the taste of warm water doesn't appeal to you, add a twist of citrus, like lemon or lime, before you drink it. Drinking warm water before bed is a great way also to wind down after a busy day. Did you know? Did you know? And now, the love vibration. Today's question is, I am recovering from an addiction and in the process of transitioning careers. My wife has reached out to family and friends for help with various things, and she feels the need to tell everyone that I am, rec- that I am a recovering addict. I have expressed to her not to reveal my addiction. She feels she has the right because of what my past addictions have cost her. Is she right or shall I be grateful? Okay. Grateful for what? I'm confused. That's what he says. She's, he's, okay, let me be clear. He is an addict or recovering addict mm-hmm. and she's sharing it with people after he told her not to. He wants to know if he should be grateful for. I'm guessing grateful for her trying to help him through talking to family and friends to help him with, I guess, career wise or something like that. Oh, okay. That's what I'm guessing. Um, but from what I have heard, it's hard for some people to get over an addiction. So when you're recovering to me, it's like, and if, if somebody continuously throws it in your face, it seems like it, 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 it makes it a little more difficult mm-hmm. to, um, for the recovery process mm-hmm. and to heal. Because like I said, I don't know much about, you know, haven't been around. Have you, Marcy, been around anybody that, that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I also feel. <laughs> I'm just waiting my turn. <laughs> I also feel that his wife continuing to tell people this is basically with throwing it in his face like that. It's almost like when somebody says, oh, you're fat, but you already know that you're fat, but you're trying to do something about it. But you keep telling me about it. My it's like. I hate to say it like this, but I, I remember one time my mom, she, um, I had lost a lot of weight and we went somewhere. We went to Arizona actually to go visit family. And some guy said something to me and she was like, oh, she used to be thin. Mm. That was the first thing that came out of her mouth. So I had to tell her like, mom, don't do that, please. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it makes me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm, I know that I'm not thin Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you're pointing it out and then you're pointing it out to other people Mm -hmm. because they can see me too (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know so that's how I'm feeling about that part it's like she shouldn't be I don't feel that she should throw that in his face no especially if he asked her not to because what what are you gaining from doing that exactly and that's the conversation that probably needs to be had is if I'm asking you not to do something why are you doing it and it's like (laughs) I mean I know she's upset about whatever costs that she had. It's probably like monetary, emotional, and all that kind of stuff. But she still decided to stay with him. Right. And so once you made that decision, all that should go out the door. Hello. You can't keep throwing something <laughs> in somebody's face when you've exactly. already agreed to it. You exactly. know what I'm saying? I agree with that. So as far as addiction goes, I have a lot of friends because where I grow up, mm-hmm. it's 
it's just a oh. you know it, it's just a lot of drugs out here mm-hmm. and um, I actually had a really close friend of mine who battled with heroin mm-hmm. really really bad also um, so they went to not AA what's the other one NA Narcotics Anonymous okay in that program, she would always tell me, like, oh, I'm clean. It's been six years. It's been seven years. It's been eight years. But I'm always going to be an addict. I never truly understood that mind state of mm-hmm. always being an addict. And so now that she's completely through the program and she's, like, thriving, she's doing great. She make more money than me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and is almost half my age. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and... She now sees where that was a programming type of thing to continue to tell you that you're an addict. Now, I do know that in some cases like alcoholism, there's an actual gene Mm -hmm. that's off Mm. that causes you to be an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that it's the same, but I can't say yes or no with drugs. Mm -hmm. I just don't agree with continuously telling somebody you're always going to be an addict. And because I don't agree with that, because I look at my friend now and she she's like, I don't even think about it. Like, I don't. I don't crave it. I don't ever have moments. Like, you ever remember in New Jack City? Yeah. <laughs> remember Pookie? <laughs> and he's like, it keep calling me. <laughs> and he was like crying because he didn't want to do it. Look it up, you guys. Look it up. Pookie in New Jack City. He was crying and he was like, he had the crack pipe there yeah. and he was like crying as he was getting ready yeah. to hit it. You know, she's not like that. That's an addict. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because he's still in the process of uh, doing it. Yes. This person, has, she doesn't crave it. So to <laughs> me, that's not, you're not still an addict. Right. If you did it today and you're clean for three days, you're probably an addict, especially if you still want it. Right. But if you are on a path to clean yourself mm-hmm. and I'm, I have no desire for this at all, I don't feel that. I don't so feel So the that wife, either. to me, is yeah. wrong for putting that energy on I, her husband. I, you should be a little bit more supportive, sis. Exactly. Unless and, she's doing it to try to get back at him. Like, in her way, like, she's mad. But don't do that either. Don't try to get back at him because, like, make him feel a certain way or embarrass him or whatever. He already knows what he did. He did the work to become a recovering addict. Mm-hmm. And she's wrong for that. Sorry. I, I don't know. She, I, I, totally I hope she's listening because get it together, sis. Because if that's your man, you need to support him on yes. all levels. Because, don't keep throwing it back in his face. Because her doing that could cause him to relapse if he's not strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. yeah, you're wrong, sis. you wrong. I agree with that. She is wrong. So, Shoot. That's all so I So, I hope, you, hope, sir, I hope you're strong enough and you continue pushing forward and don't allow, I mean, hopefully she will listen to you and not continuously do that because that is, that is messed up. And what, Mar? I was thinking, remember that movie um, Terrence Howard was in where he was the rapper from Memphis? <laughs> and he's like, whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. What movie was that? What was that called? Um, Hustle and Flow. Oh, okay. That needs to be your um your theme song. Whoop that trick. Cause she's wrong for that. She shouldn't be. She should. She should be supported. Yeah, That's not she cool. should. Especially if she's staying with him. Yeah. Especially if you're staying with him. That's. Yeah, that's what makes me say that it feels like she might she might be trying to get back at it. Remember how Brian insert that. <laughs> But anyway, I hope this was helpful for you. And um, I wish you the best in moving forward and your transition to a new career. And um, I bid you all love Love and and light. Hey, girl.
Hey, you got your glass of wine? I do. You have yours? Yes. Are you ready? Ready for what? A social conversation. Let's do it. So on this week's social conversations, you guys, okay, so, so many people were sending me this article on Instagram that I had to talk about it. Capitol Records signs its first artificial intelligence artist. So the artificial intelligence rapper known as FN Mecca has released a single called Florida Water featuring Gunna and gaming streamer Clicks. So yeah, so you guys, are you guys all, well, maybe you're not. Are you familiar with the metaverse? And I'm familiar with the metaverse, but I, I was trying to figure out who Gunna is and, and the other. So Gunna's an actual rapper. He's okay, actually okay. locked up right now. For, okay. But that's a whole other story. All right. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to read part of this article. So it says, Capitol Records is entering the metaverse with their first AI signee, FN Mecca. The artist dropped his first single with Gunna and gaming streamer Clicks called Florida Water. The AI rapper was created by virtual record label Factory New, with Mecca being their first signee. The company's co-founder, Anthony Martini, explained the process in an interview last year with the publication. This is what he says, you guys. This sounds so crazy. The old model of finding talent is inefficient and unreliable. It requires spending time scouring the internet, traveling to shows, flying to meetings, expending resources, all in search of the magic combination of qualities that just might translate into a superstar act. Even with all the money labels devote to finding talent, the success rate is a pitiful 1%. Now, we can literally custom create artists using elements proven to work, greatly increasing the odds of success, even if we can get to 2% success rate, then we've doubled the industry's standard. So right now, the person, vo there's a person voicing this FN Mecca character, but they're looking to have computers actually do this, the voice of this artificial intelligence rapper. So here's my problem with the whole thing. I have a brother, okay? He produces this show, Shout Out BJ. Anybody listening? He's stellar with the beats. Yes has been since we were children little little children i would say like seven years old my brother and he's probably gonna be like no marcia was younger than that but whatever that's what i remember mm -hmm. anyway my point is he's dope with the beats and he's submitting music here submitting music there submitting and hasn't got his big break yet but here comes somebody fake and he blows up like that gets a record deal come on y'all but look, but but look at that though. What do you think they're trying to do? Well, they're trying to move everything to AI. I know, but that's so, what I'm saying. Like you people need to wake up and see this too. Yeah. Don't like, let it's that not, happen. Don't let it happen. It's not a real place, people. Like the metaverse is not real. real. What is that that movie called? Player One, I think it's called. There's a, Ready you, Player One. Uh huh. Have you ever seen it? I have. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it what is. they trying to do to us, y'all. Yeah. yeah, the Matrix is another one that's a real, a real life. Yeah, it's a real thing, you guys. It's like don't we can't allow our humanity to be stripped away by artificial intelligence. Yes, and yeah. it's been happening so slow. Yeah, that you don't even you're not you kind of just a lot of people just. Uh, how do you say um, slide right into it it's just like normal 
they spoon they spoon feed it to you so you're so you're you adapt to it really quickly. Yeah. Little and you don't little. even know what you're doing. Right. But my mom made a good point the other day. She was telling me how um actually it was like last month, my internet went down mm-hmm. and I was out of work all day because mm-hmm. I couldn't work. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, um, it's a shame how we've become so dependent on this internet stuff like you can't even yes. work and she's like yep. are you still getting paid yes ma'am I am because I guess they budgeted that from working from mm-hmm. home stuff is going to happen mm-hmm. but she's right like we can't I can't well, I couldn't watch TV all day because everything's streaming I couldn't get on my my phone's worked but I couldn't do any work because I couldn't get to the internet I couldn't work on my actual work because I couldn't get to the internet and here we are with this now it's all this artificial intelligence BS you guys yeah. it's it's entertaining at most but once you start you know all this I mean I, I, I believe in cryptocurrency and all the stuff that it's doing but I don't I don't fully agree with how they're trying to turn everything into this. Right. That's my point. Mm-hmm. This thing that's not tangible. Right. We right. don't have any control over it. Right. And then people are getting lost in this meta universe because yes, it's becoming are. a whole different existence. People are buying real estate. Yes. In the meta universe. Yes. And it's like. Yes. But, but, but you can't. You, the person, right, cannot physically go there. So right. what? What are you doing? It, it doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense to me. It I'm trying, and I'm, and, and for those that are in the meta universe and are buying all this stock and whatever you're doing in that universe, holla at your girl because help me understand because I don't get it. I don't get it either. Is I it, really don't. Is it linked though to like? And I'm not throwing shade at anybody. I'm just asking a question. Is it linked to a lot of gamers, like people that are already gamers? No. Okay. No, it's not. It started there. Mm. But now, like, Snoop Dogg has a whole, um, like, record label in the metaverse. Yes. Now that I did not know. Yeah. You know, I love me some Snoop Dogg, so I follow everything he does. I love Snoop, too, but I didn't know that. Yeah, but I I know why he's doing it, because there's money to get. You know what I'm saying? And so he's making money off of it. That's crazy. But I just don't. and, And he's got his feet in both. The physical world and the metaverse. But there's nothing like the physical dude, though. Yeah. Because it's like the interaction, going to a concert, seeing a live person. When I, I'm telling you guys, everybody that knows me knows I loved Tina Marie. Mm-hmm. That was my girl. I was fortunate enough to meet her so many different times. Mm-hmm. And it was it to and also to see her in concert. And to see her in concert, it was, it, you, there's no, you can't compare that to like a non-real person on a screen or however they would do it. I don't right. know how they would, they would do that. No. Even though um, when they did the Tupac hologram, mm-hmm. I was excited. <laughs> I was excited to see the Tupac hologram perform because I'm a Tupac fan. Right. You know, but I also knew, like, it was a hologram. Right. You know what I'm saying? They were right. just doing that for the fans. Right. But when you've created this whole alternate universe and they want you to invest in something that's not actually real, right. it, it makes you think. At and least it makes just, me think. Look how he looks, too. Yeah, he looks nuts. He looks so weird. He looks he nuts. He looks so weird. But, that, but honestly, that's what all those rappers look like today. Well, you're, and you know what? Because I don't, I'm not, 
I'm old school rap. Mm-hmm. Okay, like any old school rap. Okay, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Like old school. I write that out. I write that out, y'all. Damn. She ain't gonna sound like I'm a hundred and stuff. But I anyway, mean, I like the old school rap better. Let's just put it that way. You, you open that door. I just walked through it. That's all. That's all I did. But yeah, I haven't really, I don't know these newer rappers. So yeah, I don't so know this, what they look like, dude, how they sound, or nothing. This dude looks like um, a Caucasian little Uzi Vert. Shout out Uzi Vert, because I actually talked to him on the phone. Let me tell y'all a quick story. <laughs> so my dad works at a golf course out here. Uh-huh. And so he calls me, and he was like, Marcy, <laughs> I have this rapper here. I told him you know the young man. And I was like, who? And he was like, the one that was with Shafiq. And I was like, Anderson Pack. And he was like, yeah. And so he's like, he wants to talk to you. So I was like, who is it? So he's like, Lil Uzi or somebody? <laughs> and so I'm like, who's I'm thinking? I know who Lil Uzi Vert is, but right. I don't, you know, I don't, right. I don't listen to his music. So he gets on the phone and he was like, hello? <laughs> Which I didn't expect him to talk like at all. And I was like, hey, who am I speaking to? And he was like, this is Uzi Vert. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, what's up? How you doing? And to me, my dad should have been trying to give him my brother's beats, not Hello. tell him, yeah. oh, my, my daughter knows Anderson yeah. Pack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and so we and him had a cool conversation, and I was like, tell JT I said hi. <laughs> His girlfriend from the city girls. <laughs> See, she way into it. I don't even know nothing about that. My daughter's a millennial, oh, so, right. you know, I, right. I know right. a little bit, okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But he, I'm saying all that to say, he looks like him. He's got green hair with all these piercings and like a mohawk. And his eyes are bright green. Yeah, too. he looks like him. And that's what most of these, I don't know, they call them mumble rappers now because they don't, when they, See, when I they don't rap, they don't. know the terminology. Like you said, you like. I'm removed. Old school, I'm removed. Like you said. I'm removed. Old school. Like. I'm removed. The Sugar Hill Gang. I- <laughs> That was not my favorite group, but I did like the Sugar Hill Gang. (laughs) Hip hop. (laughs) I said it was Sugar Hill Gang. this because I feel like it's crazy you guys don't give into this stuff you know check it out but don't don't put all yes, your energy and you stuff go. into that's, it that's you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. you can at least check it out to see what it is but I'm saying like don't get lost in that metaverse right. Don't. right just don't yeah stay present <laughs> so that's all I have do you have anything else to add no ma'am <laughs> all right y'all then we will see you next week peace, peace. What's on your radar? What's on my radar? What's on your radar? What's on my radar? What's on your radar? What's on my radar? What's on your radar? So, uh, uh, Mara, what's on your radar, girl? I can't. (laughs) What's on my radar is today. Today, I get to hang out with my little cub, 
Drea, and we're going to the Tupac exhibit, Wake Me When I'm Free. All and right. so, you know, I'm a Tupac fan. I'm not old school like that, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not that old. Whatever. So, I'm going to see Tupac today, and it's going to be a great time. <laughs> I'm, but on, on all joking to the left, I hear it's a phenomenal exhibit. I hear it's really, really, really good. Mm. Um, one of my friends went a couple months ago, and she was saying they have on display the stuff that was in his pocket the night that he was killed. No way. Yeah. Not that... It's, you know, it's just interesting to see, like, what did he have in his pockets the night he was killed? You know, and it was something like $67 and some mints and, like, you know, like, his pay or a phone. Like, just, like, a Oh, note. my gosh. Yeah. What kind of phone did he have? I don't know. I'll see it today. Okay. So, yeah, that's what's on my radar. It's just really most, first and foremost, getting to spend time with my daughter. Second of all, like, that's she always. It's going to be fun. <clears throat> it's going to be a lot of fun. And then she always tells me, like, she has older friends. My daughter's an old soul. And so. She hangs out with people like my age. Mm -hmm. And so, because um, as you guys know, I had her when I was real, real young. And so her friends will be like, how do you know this song? And she'll be like, my mama. Because that's all <laughs> we used to do is roll around listening to music. And then she'll text me sometimes like, mom, remember oh, this song? Remember the one time? And it'll be something from, you know, so she's a Tupac fan as well. Right. Because when she was born is when he was hot. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. around that time. So mm -hmm. as she got older, we just kept on with it. She, she likes to remind me. Remember that time you let me watch the Up and Smoke tour and I was like four? And I'm like, <laughs> really, Dre? <laughs> Such a bad parent. <laughs> but she likes to remind me of that. Wow. So, yeah, that, that's what's on Old my Australian radar. Again? 30. Okay. The reason why I asked that question because the other day, because of my name, Tracy, this young kid, because I went to Creation, it's a place where you can get like smoothies and stuff. So, this kid, he was like, yeah, he goes, he goes, I remember that song, Fast Car, by, you know, Tracy Chapman. I was like, I mean, this person, he looked younger than Drea. Mm -hmm. I think he said 96. Mm -hmm. And I was like, because I asked him, I said, how do you know about that? You're young. Like, mm -hmm. how would you know? Mm -hmm. He was like, I know about that, 96, 96, or something like that, mm -hmm. he said. I was just like, okay, so it's interesting. We got a fast car. <laughs> Just like that, very monotone. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, my I remember god. That song. I remember <laughs> so, that yeah. Song. so yeah, but it was just interesting when you said that. It reminded me of that moment. Okay. What about you? Well, what's on my radar, y'all? My radar. What's on my radar, y'all? <laughs> Is basically starting in September. I'm gonna do no spend. So. I can't spend money on like going out to eat, nothing new, but only the necessities. That's mm -hmm. it. So that's what I'm doing. And to go along with that, I want to go back to my money saving thing. Remember before when I said I'm going to start saving money like in $5? I saved a lot of money when I did that. Mm -hmm. So I want to start doing that again. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be more weekly. So every week it's $5. The next week will be 10 The next week, 15 and so on and so forth. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. Okay, good. Yeah, so that's what's on my radar. Very good. So, girl, what's the crystal of the week? The crystal of the week is Indian agate. Ooh. So Indian agate is a stone of eternity. It reveals inner beauty and wisdom. It releases old emotions. 
It brings peace and tranquility. It increases strength and willpower, and it sparks creativity. Mm. So wearing this stone will bring comfort to the idea of growing old. So did you want my bracelet? Shut up. Okay. It helps to release old emotions and brings a positive outlook on life. It brings a calming and tranquil vibration to the heart. The red in Indian agate promotes strength, willpower, and creativity. This is the stone worn by holy men, sages of India, and shamans. This stone also has the hues of all the lower chakras. Actually, it starts with the heart, and it works all the way down to the root. So the root is the seed of security and Mm self-love. When in balance, one will feel... (laughs) I'm sorry, I was going to read something else. One will feel an increase in willingness to step into their power. And then we move up to the sacral, and this is the stem of creativity and passion. When a person learns to love themselves, they're able to express their arts and passions more creativity... When a person learns to love themselves, they are able to express their arts and passions more creatively. Moving up to our solar plexus, that involves into a person being able to trust their gut and act with conviction and up to the heart, which will open the heart to begin embodying who they are at their core, loving themselves and the reflections that they put out into the world. Now, on a physical aspect, Indian agate stimulates the healing of muscle tissue, blood flow, metabolism, and the digestive system. With muscle tissue, it can help with recovery faster as far as muscle tears, tissue drainage, and cellular repair. And with blood flow, it can assist in overall circulation, improving brain and heart wealth. It also, heart health. It also helps the body digest and absorb nutrients better, thus increasing overall immune health to fight against infections. This stone can be found in Brazil, Uruguay, the United States, India, and Madagascar. And that's why I have it, because I must be feeling old, so I can't just talk about you. <laughs> and remember, I was telling you, like, I, I don't, I have the yellow Indian agate. It's mm-hmm. so pretty. Yeah, this it's one, so I would pretty. say, is probably green, because it's mostly, I mean, like like it said, yeah. it has all the colors of the It has all the, the colors. Chakras. I can see the yellow in yeah. it, and yeah, so. it's very pretty. Yeah, so that's Indian agate. All right. So I guess that is going to do it for this week's show. Oh, so in light of that, yeah, it was a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so in light of that, you know the drill, y'all. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at a Libra and a Gemini, the podcast at gmail.com. You can contact us on our social media platforms. A Libra and a Gemini, the podcast on Facebook. A Libra and a Gemini on Instagram. A Libra and a Gemini, the podcast on YouTube. Also, you can get with Miss Marcy and enjoy her meditations on the Insight Timer app. Act, Lord have mercy. Fix it. Insight, <laughs> Insight Timer app under Meditation with Marcy. You can also see her live and in person at Soul Spring Oasis, 516 Penfield Place, Suite 113, Thousand Oaks, California. And her session is called Metaphysics, Lord have mercy. Meditation with Marcy, Mm y'all. And remember, we do have beautiful, high vibrational, Jewelry, but we need to change it out. Yeah, we do. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna keep it real. It's time to get some we new do. I, stuff. Some yes. fall stuff is coming, y'all. Some fall stuff is coming. So you can get that on algthestore.com. Yes, yes. That's our show for today. We appreciate you guys listening each and every week, coming back, listening to us, laughing with us, crying with us. Keep the messages coming. Reach out to us on our social media platforms, and we will see you next week. Stay free, y'all. Stay in love. Stay